Hi, everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Robert Damstra from our Lipedema Worldwide Summit that was held in 2016. Dr. Damstra is a dermatologist with expertise in lymphovascular medicine in the Netherlands. In this excerpt, Dr. Damstra describes how the Dutch guidelines for treatment of lipedema use the international classification of function and the chronic disease model to guide treatment of lipedema. I think that's rather unique that talking in the way of impairment, not just a disease, it was a way for us to introduce the international classification of functioning into the workup of a patient with lipedema. And looking at the chronic care model, which was designed initially by Wagner in America and the Kaiser Permanente organization and the large, there's not a real company, but it's providing a lot of healthcare in California. They developed a system, well, to focus on chronic diseases. And there was one of the things there, well, lipedema, you can discuss for hours, is the real disease, when is it obesity, when is the combined disease, when it's lymphological problems, add to it. But when using the ICF and the chronic care model, we said, well, we know at least one thing, it's a chronic condition, and we all agree on that. And we all know that more or less you have functional impairments. And that was the reason to look in terms of ICF and chronic care management to patients with lipedema or various types of lipedema. So we clinometrics to the workup in the patient and clinometrics in several domains because ICF is a method not looking on a diagnosis but looking at conditions. And you look at conditions of functioning and anatomic characteristics. And you look also to activities in society and participations. And then we combine external factors to this process and personal factors. And then, well, you can make kind of table, actually, and you measure in every domain. And for example, function and anatomical conditions. You can look at weight and length, and volume, for example, muscle strength, condition. And when you look at activity and participation, you have measurement devices to see if a patient is active in life. And many, many times you see patients are not able to function adequately socially and they have problems going to their work. The ability to not walking, for example, or have a lot of pain give them problems to stay in the job or not to get sick. External factors, sometimes when the lipedema is very severe, you can't just sit in a normal chair, for example. So you should look at the circumstances where patients are living Perhaps you have to adjust their things. And very important, of course, the personal factors. How does patients with this condition cope with the disease? And we saw, of course, a lot, a lot of tragedies because patients were mentioned. They said for years and years they were suffering of obesity and it was their own fault that they were like this and yeah, they should not eat that much. So that damaged the patients really in a personal perspective, the way they look at life to get friends, get relations, and perhaps try to marry. Taking all these things in account made that we have a profile of a, patients, of a patient, and then we try to help them 
to influence all the domains which we're able to influence. And we often say to patients, we cannot give you a new body, for example, but we can try to help you to improve some of your limitations. And there was more the functional approach of uh, lipedema at that time. And that makes it more easy to say, well, when the overweight of lumps, for example, over the enormous fat compositions in the legs, perhaps you can treat them by operation as well. So it's more easy looking in this system with ICF and Gronecare model. It's more easy to have also operations performed by patients which are interfering in their functioning. And that's the thing we can reimburse in the Netherlands at this moment, that when you have functional impairment, then we see a way of getting treatment reimbursed. And that's actually the attitude at this moment to patients with lipedema, try to improve their functionality, try to improve their complaints, have them better functioning in society as they, well, see their own future, because that's very important. And sometimes when there are real functional problems due to the lipedema, we can operate that or treat it by, by compression and, and so on to get them functionally improved. And that was a way to get the treatment for lipedema up to an amount of treatment. Not all, everything is reimbursed, but to have a kind of reimbursement for treatment of lipedema. By writing the guideline, I think it's very important. We recognized the problem of lipedema. And we still have countries, healthcare professionals, they say, well, I don't believe lipedema in itself is a disease. And I think we have to, every time, to discuss that, what is the true lipedema? Because often you see patients, they do have a little bit, well, the, the, the phenotype of lipedema, but perhaps for 80% at that time, obesity is the comorbidity of the patient. And just focusing on those patients, you have the problem that insurance companies and others say, well, you see, it's just obesity. But that's not fair. So introducing the new guideline, we hope that, for example, dermatologists and surgeons and other medical doctors try to do more work in diagnosis on lipedema and give them tools from a more functional perspective to work up a patient with lipedema and to can really help them to improve their lives. Thank you, Dr. Damstra. It was fascinating to hear how you developed the guidelines for treatment of lipedema in the Netherlands. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick an exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event heart to heart is coming up march 31st april 1 and 2 make sure you don't miss it we have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community it's going to be spectacular go to 
lipedema-simplify.org and be sure to click the link to get more information and we'll see you there.